You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. What do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your mother. <laughs> you don't trust me at all, do you? I tell you what, you make it through tomorrow without killing anybody, then I'll start trusting you. Fair enough. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. All right, this is Kill You Last. My name is Peter Garachi. I'm Alex Peshera. Uh, and on the mic, we got Larry Bea. Welcome, Larry. Woo! What's up, people? How y'all doing? Let's get loud. Good, good, good. <laughs> Larry, Larry is uh, Larry's our, our first uh, corona casualty because we were going to record with you under normal circumstances right before right. the shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a casualty of this corona. No, I don't mean that. You're, that sounded you're, really bad, Peter. I know. I, I got to remember. Right there, Peter. Having, you as a, having you as a guest of the podcast was, was the first <laughs> corona casualty. Thank God none of us are, are real casualties. I know. But um, it's what we were talking about. Uh, so we're going to do Top Gun with you, which is a movie that you have a personal connection to. And I, I watched it right as like the first days of lockdown was starting to happen. And yeah. I got super pumped. I was like, yeah, America, man. I feel like, fuck it. Let's fucking, let's take America, on this disease. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious to hear your take on this movie, which is one of my childhood favorite movies. Well, okay. First of all, we have to honor this real quick. We have to honor this real quick. <laughs> I think Larry's been watching Top Gun nonstop for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, man. And this scene in particular, I don't know, man. I got to tell you, Larry, this was my first time ever seeing Top Gun. Uh, uh, watching. Just- okay. There it is. There it is. <laughs> okay. Hard not to show it. But, baby. Oh, my God. Did I tell you Larry's a character? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, the reason yeah. I chose that, the reason I chose that is because that's uh, that movie came out when I was in um, in tech school in the Air Force. I was oh, wow. just graduated high school, and I went into the United States Air Force, and I had just left basic training, and I was going off to tech school, so they were training us in Denver, Colorado, and this movie had come out. And so this movie was so impactful in America at that time that every movie theater that showed it this is the first time you saw a movie theater in my lifetime we saw after a movie theater that the recruiting was outside of the movie theater and so many people was rushing to um join the military oh shit get out of here yeah Yeah, they were already in the military but we were like be hanging out at uh at the cordova mall and different places in denver and all the movie theaters i mean the lines was packed to see this movie and then the recruiting stations grabbed every last 17 and 18 year old up that came out of this movie theater and we had a big influx of people going into the military because everybody thought that they were going to fly a fucking plane yeah right. it's funny there, there's certain movies that like i don't think it happens anymore but the movies were like phenomenon like we're like jaws like literally scared people from going to the beach mm-hmm. yeah and the exorcist was a movie that everyone went to go see and they scared the shit out of them godfather was a movie that people waited around the block to go see top gun yeah. was like the 80s version but this is the one where it like really affected people's behavior like people changed their opinion on flying and shooting down fucking russians because of this movie <laughs> and you forgot coming to america made every black person like africa again 
Again. Every Zamunda. Every black guy had a had a tail down to his butt for about a month and a half after that movie came out. <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, that's what it was. Like this movie right here, it's it's sort of like when I watch people play Call of Duty and stuff like that. I remember when it first came out, um, everybody wanted to join the military or whatever like that. And even when Grand Theft Auto came out, I wanted to go rob somebody and fuck some hookers in the car. So it, it yeah. was that type of impactful thing. I actually did do that uh, It ruined my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't do that, uh, folks. It, 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 no, trust me, it ruined my life following Grand Theft Auto. But uh, <laughs> but but what happened was uh, it was fun. And, like, you know, the Navy, you know, I mean – you know, we always jaw at each other, the Navy, Air Force, Marines, mm-hmm. and everything like that. We always jaw at each other, so I got to give a quick quip at them. They was using the F-14. Eh, it wasn't the F-15 or F-16. But, I mean, the movie looked cute. So, the thing... <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it, one thing I realized about that movie, they were actually flying real drills in that movie. Those, the, the, what they, what the film maker film. They were um, the Navy going through real drills. They those were some special drills that they did, um, and the, and the, they looked beautiful. My uncle he actually flew with the Blue Angels. Uh, wow. in the Navy. Yeah. So, you know, flying is our thing. The United States Air Force. So, you know, it just it just was a it was beautiful fucking scenes. And that first scene that I showed you, ooh, when I show you this right here. <laughs> <laughs> So, so this is how this is how the military actually is. You sit in school and you actually learn your detail. You learn your profession, and you, you, we don't see these legs, but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it was a and it was a few more black people in the class. But I'm just yeah, saying. just the one in this movie is real. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. a it real was, you know, It's funny because in '85, this was like all the young hot. You know, Tom Cruise becomes a huge star from this movie. Yeah, Al Kilmer's pretty new. A lot of these guys are young new actors. Who in '85? Who would have been like the young black actor to, to even? Hmm. It's like way early for Wesley Snipes. It's way early for Denzel, and it's no, kind of late would, for. No, it would have been Denzel. Yeah, it could have been. Would've, young... would've, Denzel would have been the guy at that point, yeah, right? Denzel, because like, remember Denzel did Carbon Copy at that time. Yeah, he was on Saint Elsewhere in like the early '80s, so he was. Yeah, Saint, yeah, Saint Elsewhere, Carbon Copy, whatever, like that. That dude that was right there, I, I can't remember who who he was, but I think they had a great cast anyway. Um, the girl, mm-hmm. uh, she was sexy back then. She was like, there was certain women back in the 80s. They made those 80 movies or whatever like that. We talk about and, it all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Kelly Kim, McGillis is the woman in this movie. Kelly McGillis. But, yeah, but well, Kelly McGillis was one of them. And if you see her now, oh, my God. Yeah, she's changed. And oh, not she for the has? Better. I'm going to pull her up. Hold on. Well, she, it's how funny because she's in one of my oh, favorite movies called Witness, where she yeah. plays an Amish woman. Oh, and in Witness, no. she's as an Amish woman, she's naked. And in this movie, Ooh. that's like an '80s like summer movie, like where there should have been nudity. There was no. I was like, why is she not getting naked in this movie? I guarantee you, she looks like an Amish mother right now. Pull her up. <laughs> she does. I'm, I'm gonna she pull does. her up. I'm gonna pull her up. <laughs> she Hold does. On. So you know, listen, Hollywood could be rough on people. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean. Some people like they 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 it messes with their head a little bit, and they don't they don't age so. All well. right, fellas, let's take a look. Um, yeah. So this is what pops up. So this is this is disheartening, right yeah. here. This image, yeah. Right yeah, here. Uh, yeah. Okay, look, 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 look. That is her. Which one? This one? Yeah, she's oh, so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're showing here. I got. I'll. We're. Sh- I'm sharing my screen. So, we'll. Okay. Uh, let me see. We'll get a. Oh, here we go. Here's a. 
Well, this is a more flattering picture of her modern, but this is what she was in Top Gun. Here we go. This is a good comparison. Yeah. Take a look. Yeah, that is a big ha- difference right there. She's the top funny thing is, that's, that's also what Val Kilmer looks like right now. <laughs> Dude, Val Kilmer <laughs> pull blew up. A picture, up. Pull up yeah, a picture of Val a Kilmer fun. today, and he looks almost exactly the same. What happened to everyone in Top Gun? <laughs> I mean, I mean Tom, Tom Cruise, you know what it is? Tom Cruise kept eating babies. <laughs> and he stayed young. Yeah, you have to. That's what science. That's what Scientology do. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah. Look at you telling me that yeah. this doesn't look like Kelly. Like they're twins. Yeah, that's a bad aging. Um, hold on. Here, this is really bad. This photo. Wow, dude. I and I love yeah. Val Kilmer, man. He's fucking. I mean, he's a crazy person, though. Yeah. They, yeah. He's they, nuts. They, them two let themselves go. Now, if you put all three of them together, two both of them together next to Tom Cruise, oh. they look like that's their son. Tom yeah. Cruise is still doing action movies. He's still running off and jumping off buildings now. Like he hasn't aged a day. It's crazy. Yeah, you have to eat a baby. You have to eat at least one baby <laughs> you gotta a year. Eat a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I let's mean, get t-shirts. Let's get t-shirts. I'm not saying all the conspiracies about Hollywood pedophilia oh. and eating children are true, but uh, this I mean the evidence mean. is there. That's just I'm mean. Not, I'm not gonna say that they eat the babies, but the pedophilia stuff has got to be real. I know. They I definitely I draw that. blood and then drink the blood. I believe that. Uh, so the this, ice, the ice cream man, folks. I don't yeah, know if you've seen this. Yeah, this is a very yeah, insensitive ice, joke. The ice cream <laughs> man. Ice man turned into the ice cream. Ice man. cream man. Yeah. Wait, so, Larry, <laughs> right, what's the, why do you think they did it as Navy instead of Air Force? And what was it? What would have been the difference between an Air Force pilot and a Navy pilot at that time? That that I don't know. But see, what I, what I do uh, appreciate about them um, because they were what were they over the Indian Ocean or something like that? Yeah. Yep. And, you know, aircraft carriers were sexy back then. Um, you know, there was, there's always been a big draw with our Navy, too. You know, our Navy has always been like that thing where, you know, you send guys. That's the place where you see everybody can't get into the Air Force One. Right. You know, the Air Force is the highest branch of the United States uh, military. Like, you you can't just, you can get into the Army. And I'm not disrespecting them, but it's just how it is. You can get into the Army, you can get into the Navy, and, and the Marines is a division of the Navy. So... But the Air Force, you really have to score really high to get into the Air Force. And so um, to, to the, the different things that the logist I don't think logistically this would have been an accessible movie if it was just the Air Force. I think you have to have the the, 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 um, the aircraft carrier. I think. Yeah, it's a big part water. of the movie. You're right. Yeah. yeah that's a big if they were just launching off, if they were the in water. a mountain, if they were in a mountain in Colorado and just like airstrips, it wouldn't have been as cool visually. Yeah, and I don't think nobody wanted to just fly off of Andrews Air Force Base. It just not don't have that sex appeal as the thing. Yeah, no. Is, um, the is there a special forces in the Air Force? Like they have like the SEALs or any, like Rangers? Is there an Air Force version of that? Yeah, you have an Air Force uh, Special Forces. That's what it is, the Air Force Special Forces. And um, it, the thing is, is that the whole unit is elite. Right. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like we have Air we have um, tactical air command. We have strategic air command. We have air force systems command. Those are all elite units of the air force. So you, what you're basically doing is saying, do we have an elite of the elite? It is an elite. What air force Got is it. an elite yeah, force. Yeah. Gotcha. No, I remember. I the, the special features on this on this movie are amazing. I was watching that a while ago. There's, I mean, this movie is directed by Tony Scott, who I kind of I I hate Tony Scott. It's Ridley Scott's little yeah. brother. Do you hate him? He actually did a lot of movies with Denzel, like all those movies, like Man on Man on Fire and all that shit is is Tony I like Scott. Man on Fire. He just like Tony Scott did all this like in Top Gun. He did it well, but like it's a it, he's the one who really did all the like 
really like the camera's moving all the time and it's just cutting all the time and everything's like a fucking music video and it shit drives me nuts but in this movie like it was really cutting edge when they did this there had never been a movie that like had like flying scenes like this right and it was really cool and they they had to do it with the navy like they weren't able to just go off and get a couple planes and fuck around and like they they did it in coordination with with the navy and actually were there's real real planes up in the air doing this kind of stuff well you know what and uh, it's it's really um, interesting when you think about that for they wanted to shoot against the backdrop of uh, the sun in a lot of scenes. So, like, like when you look at these scenes right here, when they're up in the... <laughs> Larry's, teaching, Larry's teaching class right now. Yeah, it's yeah, please amazing. teach me, <laughs> professor. Because so, a lot of people, have, uh, he's about to do the flyby right now. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and see, like... The, the, I mean, that's why I used to be on the flight line all the time, you know, and it's like it brings back memories of being on the flight line and it brings back memories. I just want to see the sexy flyover real quick. <laughs> so, he gets, so, yeah, go ahead. So now that, that was specially requested. That, 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 that flyover was specially requested. Uh, but um, but they wanted to shoot a lot of this uh, against the backdrop of the um, sun coming down over the ocean. So um, they would they would be shooting in a certain direction, but then when the sun would go over to the other direction, well, he still wanted to keep shooting. So he, uh, what's what's the guy's name? You said you don't like the director, uh, oh, Tony Scott. Scott. Yeah. Tony Scott. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So he asked them, to, could they turn the air, uh, aircraft carrier around so they can continue shooting? And they uh, the Navy told him, if you pay us twenty five thousand dollars right now, you know we would uh, turn it around. He wrote them a check for twenty five thousand dollars, and they wow. turned that aircraft carrier around, and they continued shooting for I think another ten minutes or whatever like that, fifteen minutes. Well, it was well yeah, worth well, I mean, it this- because this movie, it, this is such a cartoonish number. Uh, yeah. Movies don't do this well nowadays. It was a budget of fifteen million dollars, and it made three hundred and fifty seven million dollars. Holy shit, yeah. man! This is, for I don't know what, our budget. I saw it at least. I saw it at least seven times. So, wow. you know, and, and ticket prices back then was probably 13 cents. No, <laughs> <laughs> probably. right? <laughs> yo, yo, but but the thing is, is that um, uh, I mean, everybody was stoked for this film. I, I was already in the military, so it, it didn't influence me to go in. But everybody was so stoked for this movie. He did an excellent job. Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer. Do you mm-hmm. know Tim Robbins was in this movie? Too? Yeah. Yep. He well, that was a very early role for him. No, they they found a lot of these guys. It's it's very gay. Like it's clearly yeah. So, like, well, so I was gonna bring this it's up. The oh, is the Navy gay? But they <laughs> they definitely you, they, they, gave, they gave it up. I remember seeing like a sketch comedy group, and they did uh they did like a, a sketch of Top Gun. Yes. And whenever they did a flight scene, the one guy was bent over as the airplane, and the other guy was pumping him from behind <laughs> to get on the plane. And I was like, "Yeah, you got that's exactly right. That's exactly what this movie is." But yeah. um, it, it's, yeah, it's like it's like very like cheesy and earnest in a very eighties way too. Like movies are not this. There would be some like dark undercurrent about how like America is bad if this movie came out today. Yeah, and this movie's way it was like, no, too patriotic. America, fuck yeah. Way- well, every yeah. generation has to have its patriotic movie. Yeah. You know, uh, every generation. Like, that's that's what America, that's what we're about in America. You have to have um, your patriotic movie. Because the thing is, is that World War II veterans had it. The baby boomers had their movies and stuff like that. And I'm sure that there are movies now 
that was centered around centered around something close to keeping people patriotic, you know, mm-hmm. and and that's why the NFL pays uh, money to. I mean, the military pays money to the NFL so people can uh, have the American flag. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a paid yep. advertisement for the military. Absolutely. Uh, and so that uh, the thing was is that I um I, I like the plot of this movie. You know what I'm saying? The, the plot of this movie, boy meets girl. We know that. Um, boy is a hothead and he has mm-hmm. trouble. You know, it's a standard story or whatever like that. But at the time when you're a young man, you want to know that you're going to get some pussy in the military. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. all your civilian girls broke up with you with your dear John letter. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's we all get a dear John letter. What is? Can you explain to people what a dear John letter is? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to explain that in a second. But sure. since, y'all were talk, since y'all were talking about uh, gay in, yeah. in the military. Let's uh, hear it. Tell tell me this motherfucking scene don't look gay right here. What is this black dude doing behind this uh, this person right here? Hold up, watch this shit. <laughs> what? The? You missed it. You missed it. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I know the scene though. Yeah. Watch that scene. The way he shot the scene. That black guy that's sitting back there right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was sitting behind <laughs> the person that was talking, and it looked like he was just it just looked like he was sitting over his shoulder. Like, yeah, go ahead, tell him. You go ahead, tell him. You tell him. <laughs> There's a lot of male uh, on male encouragement in this movie. Uh, men, just a group of men playing volleyball together. A whole scene where it's yeah, all men. I mean, that guy's like wearing jeans. They're wearing jeans for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shirtless with jeans on on the beach. Just, just a getting, bunch of like, men. I chafe just watching that. I can't imagine being on the beach with fucking jeans on playing volleyball. Oh yeah, when it was in the volleyball scene, the the, right. the gay the gay volleyball scene. Right. There's been no other gay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thing. And movie history, including Brokeback Mountain, that was more gayer <laughs> than that volleyball scene. Right. The- <laughs> because what, what what group of dudes just gets together and plays volleyball? That's the <laughs> like that right there is the gayest premise of all time. Yeah, the the sport itself told you everything you needed to know. <laughs> and, I mean, it's it, it's a very funny. Um, because obviously they weren't intending on doing that, but that's why that Tarantino clip, which I'm sure both of you have seen, right, uh, where where Quentin Tarantino breaks down why uh, uh, Top Gun is 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 the best script of all time because it's a man fighting with his sexuality. You guys have seen this, right? <laughs> yeah. Have you I not seen this? it recently? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So that I mean that's a funny take, but obviously like um, they weren't aware of how homoerotic everything was coming across, which makes it even funnier to watch this in hindsight. I think I think, we, I think the director was uh, working through his sexuality. Maybe I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, but, but, maybe. But, yeah, but, maybe. But they made up for it. They made up for it. Um, there's the scene, and, and when it comes up, I'll show you. But there's the scene where <laughs> <laughs> where he's in class and she's questioning his his his, his maneuverability or whatever like that. It worked. But then she questioned him in front of everybody, and then he gets all, and he, he's on the motorcycle. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he, uh, she comes out, she chases him, and she's like, uh, you know, um, what, you know, he's, like, I can't hear you, I can't hear you. She said, uh, Lieutenant, da da da, whatever. He, he speeds off in the motorcycle, and she jumps in her convertible, and she chases him or whatever like that. And then she says, you know, I was thinking I was going to be transparent. Everybody's going to know I fell in love with a student. Then they kiss, and he goes in there, and he d- does it. The scene where they, they have sex or whatever. All my relationship starts out like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> the Larry Bayo story. I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> That's the Larry Bayo story. <laughs> Woman in convertible chases you down. <laughs> 
because of something I did, and I got pissed at her, and I just leave, and next thing you know, she confesses her love for me, then we make love, then... <laughs> oh, my God. You know what you got to do? You got to do, do a parody with Josie, where she's yeah. like, I didn't want everybody to know because you're my co-host. And then you guys... <laughs> Yeah, I don't want Anthony about that tonight. Just be like, I don't want Anthony Kumi to find out because because you're my co-host, and then you just take my breath away. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God! Can I can I please? How many fucking times do they play that song in this movie? It's so oh it's in it's in seven different. Scenes. The music this mu- like this is a movie that really the music really sells the movie. Like I fuck every song in this movie. Like again, you could you could almost take all the dialogue out and just have one song like Highway to the Danger Zone r- bleed right into fucking. Take my breath Take away, my and you have a movie. Away. Yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and I'm glad you said that because that opening was so sick. That opening with them the on the flight great. line and the planes taking off, and then they mm-hmm. they break right into Highway <laughs> to the Danger Zone. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Kenny Loggins doesn't get the respect he deserves. Like he made a bunch of different soundtracks, and he he was on the Over the Top soundtrack. He's on this soundtrack, yeah. Footloose. That dude did a lot of work in the eighties. He did a lot of damage. But see, I guess I guess that's the whole deal because we appreciated. I don't know what happened later, because I was in the military at that time. But these people that you named, Kenny Loggins and all like that, people knew about them. Of course, it was Quincy Jones and all these other people staying and all these other people out there. But these people were musicians that had to be dealt with. It was for soundtracks and stuff like that because, like you said, Footloose was a, a hit too. Tom yeah. was at Tom Cruise yeah. too. No, Kevin Bacon. I no, have Kevin Bacon. I'm sorry. Yeah. They would put out the cassette. Like I have the over the top soundtrack cassette. I have the Top Gun soundtrack cassette. What the thing and it, what's funny now is that now movies get attention for the music and all they do is just put 80s songs on it. Like the what is it Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 2? Everybody mm-hmm. was raving about the music from that movie. It was all 80s songs. Back when they were doing yeah. Top Gun and stuff, they would they would like they would get the hot artist, hot new artist to come up with new songs just for that movie. And I, yeah. I feel like they don't really do that anymore. Yeah, I, it's so funny. And and, and and musical theater went through that period of time after um, Showboat, where people, or, uh, musical theaters, the composers started writing songs specifically for the for the actual musical. And, and the same thing in the '80s, where people specifically started writing the songs for the the soundtrack or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, I remember that kind of like parallel. But the thing is, is that. Movies then start becoming blockbuster hits because what would what, you say the numbers was on that? They, they spent how many million? They only spent 15 million on this movie making it. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then next thing you know, they made how much? 200 million or something? 356. 356 million. That's and an then insane that's, profit. That's yeah. 85. That's 1985 dollars. That's probably a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh, now. yeah. Close to yeah, oh, upwards. And it, it, it wasn't going away. Like that movie was not going away. And, no, uh, the DVD sales are probably ridiculous too. Yeah, and I, that's why I didn't understand why they tried to do a remake with him. Right. I think I think the remake would have worked with um, maybe somebody now. I don't know. Like a younger. Well, they're, they're coming yeah. out. There's a, a new one is supposed to be coming out. It's probably gotten delayed because of Corona. But he's gonna play like the older like he. I guess he's gonna play the trainer for a bunch of young new new fighters. Yeah. Okay. And and Val Kilmer is going to be in the new one, so I'm curious if they like send Val to like the funny the fat farm and got him to drop 100 pounds real fast. Speaking of which, this is it. This is the gay scene. Oh my god! Here we go. Everybody knows it. Scene. This is a scene that just. This is, I this mean, is just a big part of my childhood. Like, I never. <laughs> <laughs> this is just. Goose like, is wearing that? a shirt for some yeah, reason. Yeah, Goose is the only one wearing a shirt. Because he's, he's, he's a married skinny. man. 
He's yeah. he's a married man. That's when, right. When, when you wear a shirt, when you wear a shirt in the military, that means you're off the market. Also, yeah, he's the only. No, it it means the, don't stick your hand in my back pocket, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the only straight one. That's why he's got yeah. a shirt on. The rest of the, I mean, this um, I I love Tom Cruise. I think Tom Cruise is like one of the ultimate like movie stars. And this movie is the one that made him. It's just funny that like Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise, every movie in this period was like, he was like, kind of like a like you didn't believe he was gonna pull it off. It's like you, like yeah yeah you don't you don't think a guy who looks and acts like Tom Cruise is gonna fucking be able to. It's like, oh, nobody believes him in the Navy. The woman doesn't believe it. Like, nobody believes him. He's got to prove himself. It's like, no, you're Tom Cruise. We, we get it. You're going to fucking win. Yeah. We and, all get and it. I met Tom Cruise a couple of times. I met him really? once at, at Will Smith's party. Uh, I was at a Ooh. Will Smith party in L.A. Will was just opening up his studio in Burbank. And, um, and, and Will, you know, everybody came to the party. And Will was um, told, told everybody that the show started, I mean, the, the, the party started around 8 o'clock. Tom Cruise came um, without his security detail. And he came on his motorcycle, and because um, uh, all the security in there, I, I was already in there, said, you know, we're on the wristbands and everything like that. Tom Cruise coming, everybody's wondering where he was at and everything. It was mad early. I was there mad early, and um, and he came walking through the kitchen. Uh, he came came through the back door and came walking through the kitchen out to the, to the big room in the studio, and um, and I just remember he looked around and nobody was there, and he was shocked. And he was like, "Will." You said eight o'clock. He said CP time. He said I was telling people that so the black people would get here by ten o'clock. <laughs> and that was the funniest joke that day. And um, and there was so many people there. But Tom was a nice dude. Uh, that's probably like I only had like brief encounters with him, not long conversations. Like, hey, can I join Scientology? Uh, members. Yeah, I probably would have joined. Um, I mean, as him as a sponsor, I would have joined. I had people. Friends of mine when I was living out there joined in Scientology, and mm. I haven't heard from them since. You know, did saying? it work for them though? <laughs> did it work? I haven't, I haven't heard from them at all. I haven't. Seen are they on? Are they like on Star of ABC show or what? What are they doing now? <laughs> they're probably. I don't know. Probably eating babies. I don't know. Probably cooking <laughs> the babies. They're, yeah, they're the cooks, right? They don't. He gets a bad yeah. rap. I I love Tom Cruise, and I like. Look, yeah. He's a nut think job, it's like, but yeah, he's he's great. People think it's like weird when somebody like that is crazy. Like I a hundred percent expect them to be crazy. Like his right. life is nuts. Like yeah. what what do you expect a guy like that to be like? And all I've ever heard is that he's just a really friendly guy. Oh yeah, yeah. everyone says he's a he's a great guy. Similar stories like that. Because like it's, it's probably nice. so hard for him to just have a regular relationship. <laughs> yeah, that all yeah. he wants probably is just like to be treated like one of the boys. Because he's the poster boy. He's the poster boy for their organization. There's nobody bigger. Yeah, he's like he based. If he wanted to be like the head of Scientology, he could be. He essentially is. He's He's basically like number two or number three right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which John Travolta's got to be pissed about that because Travolta's like, I got in first. I was a star first. Yeah, I got fat first. Yeah. When I when I first moved to L.A., I lived in um, John Travolta's old apartment. Oh no shit! Yeah. So the the person. Uh, they always make sure that, like, yo, and people will go to that apartment. Oh, John Travolta lived here. And once people know, whatever, like that. But uh, it was on Valley Spring, 10621 Valley Spring Lane, I think was, was our address. It was between Lancashire and Kawanga, right there down the street from the BMW dealership. But, uh, but <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for the detail. I have no idea what any of that means. but <laughs> Yeah, but, but um, that's in the Valley uh, in L.A. But the thing is, is that I love the movie. I love the, the, the love story between the two, the cat and mouse. I love the See, when people say you shouldn't fuck your teachers, okay. Yeah. <laughs> preach, <laughs> preach, Larry. 
Well, I mean, wait, do they say that? Because, like, well, you should fuck your teachers. Your teacher shouldn't fuck you. Okay. You should fuck your teacher. I mean, exactly, who wouldn't Alex. Who wouldn't fuck their teacher? Yeah. That's my whole point. And I think that men, as men, as young as we, as young as 14 or 15, yeah. we want, if she was fine, we would fuck our teacher. A hundred percent. That was my the only thing I thought about in class, like for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I never, <laughs> yeah. I never really had a hot teacher. When I was like in third grade, we had a sub who was smoking hot, and all the kids were like, "Oh my god, he's too hot. and she she's a substitute teacher, so she takes the roll call, and she goes, "Who's Peter Garacci?" And I go, yeah. and I raise my hand, and she comes running over, and she was like my neighbor when I was a baby. And yeah. she was friends with my mom, but she was so hot. All the other boys were like, "Motherfuck this Peter Garacci!" But I was yeah. like, "I thought you were gonna say." She goes, "Who's Peter Garacci?" And she's like, "Let's have sex right now." Just <laughs> oh like my crazy god! Like, no, no, like, yeah, that would have been so, unbelievable. She goes, <laughs> "She goes, I heard you have a podcast." Yeah. <laughs> 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 She's like, but, I'm willing to lose my job for Peter Garage. <laughs> for Peter Garage. Just keep saying your full name. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. I love it when they say my full name. There are some girls that say it. They, they like to how, say Peter Garachi. Yeah, you know you know when there was a fight after school, everybody be in the back going, fight, 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 Sure, fight. yeah. You, you and her had just been in the middle of the class from everybody, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been one of those kids, man, cheering you guys on, dude. Oh, Hell man. yeah. And there, the, other, the other time, I was a... Uh, I went to high school at, at a public school, but down the street there was a private like uh, boarding school. Yeah, and I worked there my senior year as like a, as a dishwasher, as my okay. after school job, and it actually ended up being cool because as every good Italian boy should. Come so on. I started I started I started um, b- making friends with like the kids in the school because I was the same you know I was a senior in high school, and then they found out that I went to I got into the uh, College of William and Mary. Which is pretty hard to get into. Oh, you went to William and Mary. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, then, like, people were coming up to me because you know, because the the students, the seniors at at the, the private school were, were applying to colleges at the same time, so they were hearing what schools they were getting into. And then it was like, did you hear the dishwasher got into William and Mary, and all these <laughs> other kids who couldn't get in? So there was this one teacher, and she actually looked like Kelly McGillis from yeah. Top Gun, not now. Okay. And she had those horn rimmed glasses. Yeah, like yeah, that sexy like librarian thing, and it's I a had such look. a fucking crush on her, but I did yeah. not know. Seventeen year old Peter Gracchi did not know what to do. I was just like, well, here's oh, the oh, 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 oh. Here's a, it, It's so funny because it was like, do you did you hear that the dishwasher got into William and Mary? It's like the dishwasher. How did, what did he have to do? He fucked his teacher. <laughs> <laughs> we always knew he. You know what's funny? He edited him. <laughs> Go so ahead. Larry, I think you'll appreciate this because uh, I just actually just told this story on another podcast. So at William and Mary, I graduated. Yeah. I'm going to be 41, so I graduated William and Mary in May of 2001. So a yeah. couple months before 9/11. So okay. at that time, and I would say like, so we had Marines that were based in Yorktown because that's where yeah. the nu- that's where the nuclear weapons are, and then also you have uh, in Norfolk you have the Navy base in Norfolk. Yeah. Yeah. So we would have Marines hanging out around campus, like on their off duty, and they would go to the yeah. bars and they would hang out. So we got me and my my buddies in my fraternity, we got into a brawl with a bunch of Marines. Oh, I, I, I bet they beat you. No, dude. To be honest, <laughs> oh, we held on. our own. Was it, was it I, a I, lot? I, of I fucking I clocked two Marines. Okay. This was pre this was pre nine eleven. So they were bored. They were like just looking for trouble. You know. Yeah, and I would say like this was before we had to like respect them, so we just treated them like they were assholes. But yeah. uh, no, these three guys showed up. They were in you know they were in civilian clothes, 
And one of them was throwing beer cans drunk. How many of it were you? So there was there was three of them, and we started scrapping with them. Then we told them to get out because it's like we're like, listen, this is our house. Like, what are you, what are you guys doing? You're starting trouble. In our you haven't house. answered the question. How many of them? How many? Oh, were there, you? I mean, at first it was probably like three on three. Uh, okay. And okay. then those guys left, and then 45 minutes later they came back with like 15 other Marines and stormed up the back stairs. Oh wow! And yeah. just started punching everybody they saw. Like military yeah, tactics, the like they were like shoulder shoulder to shoulder. One kid got yeah. punched under his eye, his eye. Another kid broke his wrist. Yeah. It was like simultaneously the scariest and the most exhilarating thing I've ever been part of. And the next, and, day, this, and this is like pre. It's funny how like the way the internet works now, because back then the story just disappeared. It didn't get into the okay, news. Watch this. watch this. This is the debut of this. <laughs> This is the uh, debut of Meg Ryan. Yeah, it's true. That's Meg true. Ryan, they, when Meg Ryan came on the scene, I was so hot for that girl right there. That girl was fine. She, <laughs> she, sometimes like somebody like that, she launched a career in like one or two scenes. Yeah. She was a complete unknown and she was like, everyone was like, yeah, that girl's going to be a star. She's another one that don't look so great anymore. Yeah. You don't, you don't see I mean, her they had anymore either. It was a good run. They had their run. And, 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 um, and I think that, like, the good part about this movie is, is that, you know, it kept your attention every scene. That's, That's why true. I picked this movie. There was not a scene in this movie other than, there's only one scene I hated in this movie. What, what and, was that? Me, yeah. Yeah, well, but when Goose died. Oh, oh yes, that's rough. It's yeah, sad. I, I don't. I, I felt like I, I tried to write so many alternate endings to Goose. <laughs> Goose not dying. Where Goose li lives in the end. <laughs> Goose just li he, he lives, but he's in the hospital, crippled a little bit until you know his his leg is hurt or something like that or whatever. He may right. be in a coma or whatever like that. I just wanted Goose to live because I like Goose, man. Goose. Oh yeah. And, well, Goose and, is Goose is great compared to. Uh, I mean, we haven't even said Maverick yet, but so so Maverick's the main character of the film, Tom Cruise. And to be honest, I have to say this: I just like I don't. I think he's kind of an asshole the entire movie. Like he's like not a good person and not redeeming like at all. Really, he's like he's pushy. He you know he has daddy issues, I guess, and he blames everything on that. But yeah, for for, for the most part, he's just kind of a dick. Uh, and, and like, yeah, you like him in the end and everything, but he, you know, Goose is the guy with the, like, good heart, and, like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I just, I think that the other guys have a point when they're, like, going against Tom Cruise in this movie. Like, he is being dangerous. He is being, a, like, just ridiculous the entire movie. Yeah. Now, look, especially, like, right here. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, right here, so she, she just chewed him out, right? And right. now he's leaving. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's out. He's out. This is how I'm telling you how all my relationships start. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you have a you have a motorcycle like that, Larry? <laughs> I, I used to ride in the military, but now oh, okay. I'm And then they're just begging for you to to listen and then, to them. And then, and then I treat them like shit. And then I, I hear me out, Larry. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, no. And then and then they and then they get in their car. Right, and then they get in their car. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've been there. I've been there, and this to me, this is the pivotal scene. This is a classic pivotal scene in a movie because mm -hmm. here's the girl chasing the guy, and then he he's still angry. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's yelling at her. 
Yeah, you could not get away with sticking your fist in a girl's face this, like that nowadays. Yeah, and and this is me. I'm not getting the fact that the girl is chasing me. <laughs> Completely oblivious, just staring I'm oblivious. at her. I, got, I have a point to make. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, the principle I've, I've of the been matter. there with... I've been there with Larry on McDougal Street when a girl just pulls up in a convertible and just starts yelling at Larry. <laughs> <laughs> the start of one like, of his I relationships. Gotta, and I'm like, I gotta get on stage. <laughs> He's like, hold my drink, I got a spot. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but this is why, this is why I say this is a, a perfect show. When you're 17 years old, oh my God, look at this right here. Yeah, it's a hot scene. Yeah. I, this is a this is a rated G show, so I'm not going to take y'all down that path. It's a hot scene. Right. <laughs> but but the thing is, is that one can every motion, whatever, however the song, take my <laughs> breath away. But um, but the thing is, is that like when you're 17 and 18 and you're in the military and you've been in basic training for seven weeks, your dick is hard or whatever like that, and then this movie comes yeah. out, you're looking at every girl in the military to take your breath away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 and at that time, at that time, Bon Jovi had a song out called, uh, had an album out called uh, Slippery One Wet. Yeah, I remember mm. it well. And that's what, Living on a Prayer, You Give Love a Bad Name, and all the, you know, those were the classic Bon Jovi songs. So this was a great period for America. This was a great period to be young, to, to have my um, growing up years, uh, you know, my first adult years. Cause I didn't go to college first. I went to the military first to get um, GI Bill money. And the thing is, is that, those were my college years in the military. And for this movie to affect so many people, and so many women were joining the military at the time, too. We got so much pussy. Let me tell you something. Oh, yeah? At that time. Now, I know military people always can get some pussy. But the thing is, is that we got so much pussy. Like, if you drop your identification card, your, your military identification card, bitches will help you pick it up. Hey, this is, you drop something, you drop something. Yeah. They love this so much. They want to... It, it, that was what the turn when people started wanting to fuck a military guy and that we we benefited from that. Men in but, uniform, um, that whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. it was the military, the uniform. And, I mean, we were young, and I think it's the best time to get young people because they 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 at the testosterone peak. Yeah. yeah. How how long were you in the navy, and then did you go to L.A. right after the navy? Or? Please don't ever say that I was in the navy. Air Force, I, I, Peter. I, I, oh, wait, oh, Air I, I, Force. We're talking how about fucking Canadian disrespectful. Right I'm sorry, yeah, get I'm the sorry. fuck off, dude. This is my Zoom <laughs> meeting go. room. I gotta fucking go. <laughs> I don't blame you. My co-host is a piece of shit, to be honest. He said it five times up front. He made you a navy as well joke. Call me the N word. Yeah, I know. Let's Never. just all do that. You don't know. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not just while you're on here, Larry. We're gonna wait for you. Just call me a Nutella. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's the that's the new N word, Navy. <laughs> Navy, exactly. Oh my God. He, I mean, weren't you listening? He called the entire Navy We're, gay. They're earlier. in the Navy in the movie. I got confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but no, but the, I was in the uh, Air Force uh, six years. Six years. Oh wow! And did you did yeah. you go out to L.A. right after that? Tell us a little bit about this. I, I know well, you, you I were in L.A. for a while. I end up talking about myself all the time, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but, uh, but, okay, I went to the military. Then I went and uh, got my GI Bill, went to Morehouse College. That was my undergraduate um, years at Morehouse College in Atlanta. Um, and then, speaking of the Navy, Morehouse is an all-male school. But we had an old, oh. a woman's school across the street called Spelman. And then, so I graduated there. Yeah, that's where Lisa Bonet I, went, right? Um, no, Bill oh, no, Cosby's daughter went there. In a, diff in a different world. It was not, the show was about... Uh... 
but different world they was actually at hillman college it was supposed to look like it was uh spelman college but yeah. it was more like hampton Virginia. it was more like hampton in Virginia. yeah so that's i mean hampton's right down the street from william and mary yeah so that's what i'm saying it was more based off of hampton got than, it um yeah but the thing is is that um and then i went and got a, uh, my first graduate degree um at the university of illinois and did a lot of stuff at the Steppenwolf Theater and stuff like that in oh, cool. um, Chicago. And then I got my second master's degree at Temple University. So, yeah, and then I went out to Hollywood and became a star that I am or whatever. And, uh, oh, yeah. But it was fun. It was it was really fun, like, going through... Because the, the military grounded me. And watching when I watch movies like this, it's, it's more authentic for me. You know, because um, the they're talking about the training. Like, this is during his training. And then from a training, you have to go to a live mission. And that's mm -hmm. what I did. I went from a training to right to Desert Storm. Oh wow! So that that's why it was so accurate for me because one day it's just shits and giggles, and you're back and forth, and da da da. The next thing you know, they say, "Okay, um, this is not a drill. This is not a test. This is no." You like what the fuck? And the next thing you know, you realize that they trained you to 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 be the best, whatever like that. And there's there's no room for hoping that luck or hoping for getting scared they've weeded out all the other people that potentially would shit their pants right now yeah. and they get all the people that they know will go in there and kill yeah they weeded out yeah. peter and i so you, like you think because i know the, a lot of the, the critics of the movie say that it's like oh it's jingoistic and it like it uh, what does that mean jingoist is when you're like it's like a it's uh it's like patriotic but with a negative connotation like you like it's sort oh, of like it sounds racist it's like na nationalistic <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Like anything that's Got like it. anything that's sort of like propaganda to like get people to be patriotic is considered like jingoism, which is well, it's about it's about the armed services. Like, of yeah, course but it's patriotic. Time, you know, a lot of people, especially people in Hollywood, are kind of you know they're like hip, like liberal, left wing, anti American, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this movie was very earnestly like pro America, pro military. But I mean, you th it, you it, think it it gets it, like you think the sentiment in this movie is correct? Like you think it's presents like an accurate picture of what uh, i don't know about accurate but i, I just know uh, there's a lot of a lot of parts of it that i like and especially remembering it from being a kid at that time i just remember there's a lot of necessary things to say and they they, they hit a lot of the good notes in this this director hit a lot of played a lot of the notes that was actually what i can look back and say yep i felt that i remember that or whatever like that they um, definitely did their research it seems i would have I would have hated to have grown up, or maybe I would have loved it if Team America was my movie. Uh, <laughs> well, you wouldn't have joined, probably. <laughs> I would have enjoyed Team America being my movie. But, but, but the thing is, is that, you know, like I said, it's a love story. And it's a story about these guys in the military, whatever, like that. He has the one girl. That's funny. Like, he, he had a built-in girlfriend in there for him. Everybody else had to have, like, Goose, they had to have a special day when their girls come in or whatever mm -hmm. like that. And that's really true with the military. But he had a built-in girlfriend, you know. Um, but, I, you know, I don't – the one thing is is that um, it just trained them. And then they went off. And, and I was like, <laughs> they were in the fucking Navy again. They were in the fucking Navy again. It's, it's oh, just – every <laughs> scene is so we gay. I mean, it's – <laughs> I've never seen. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's incredibly homosexual. Uh, and yeah. you were saying he has a built-in girlfriend, yet he can't stop being gay this whole yeah. time. It's very funny. <laughs> and, yeah. and 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 like I said, when when Goose, you know, Goose uh, uh, goes off to his thing, you know, I just felt like I wish I would have saw a different ending. And that's why it's hard for me. Like 
I'll I'll fast forward that part. I don't because I. <laughs> yeah, no. When I, dude, when I was a kid, You're that a grown was one man. of the. That's one you of the. You can't watch it. <laughs> no, that's that one of the saddest first... deaths from my childhood. Like I remember being hit like really hard when that happened. Like first time I saw it, that's still one of like the hardest deaths for me to take from yeah, a movie. That was. That was my first PTSD before my real PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, go, no, 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 no. Well, I appreciate no. the commitment. No. I was swimming now to go get it. Not no. <laughs> Pull him out. <laughs> all the blood coming out from the helmet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but see, and, and, and the thing is, is that I, I, this is this is one of my favorite scenes too. Cause it was more women in the scene. I, I, I'm a yeah. guy who finally I have to have. I have to look at women. I know, which to- is interesting <laughs> that you like this movie. Well, it's just interesting yeah. that Larry likes this movie. That's so gay. They I mean, you got to savor these scenes. They they ingrained it in our system to be. You know what I'm saying? That, that they ingrained it into us at a, at a young enough time. But I realized that I don't really enjoy this movie until the women are back in. Yeah. You know. I hear you, but. But I think that that's just endemic of me because I did a lot of plays growing up, you know, when I, uh, and we did a uh, play called 12 Angry Men. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. And I was, I was juror number five at that time. And um, I knew why they was fucking angry. There wasn't no women in that, on that jury. I was like, fuck <laughs> this, man. This is bullshit. And it's then just I did, angry men. Yeah. And then Go I ahead, did sorry. a play called Mr. Roberts, where I played Instant yeah. Culver. And, uh, yeah, the same thing on a, a Navy ship. Hey, I was pissed I was in the Navy, but it was fun. But uh, but all what all men. But then these two women come in at a particular period of time. These two nurses come in, whatever. But that's it. It's like, you know, when I was watching this movie, I was like, I felt good when when the women were on this one, especially Meg Ryan. Oh, oh. do we lose Larry? Hello. Oh, there he is. Yeah, you, right, you just froze second, for a yeah. second. But we, I, I, Meg Ryan was the last thing you said. Yeah, I never, I never saw, I never saw uh, Meg Ryan prior to this right here, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, this was maybe want to ride motorcycles right here, this thing right here. Hell yeah! You know what I'm saying? To have a girl on the back of your motorcycle or mm-hmm. whatever like that, and not to have, and and obviously they wasn't hitting potholes or nothing. So I was like, I can learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks pretty easy. Larry, you got me thinking. The very first, I I went to acting school, and the very first play I did was A Few Good Men. Yeah, and uh, all, I mean that's another one Tom, that Tom Cruise made famous, but people don't realize that, that was a, a play before it was a movie, and all you know. And she was trying to make him not gay. She was trying to make yeah, him she, not yeah, gay. she, she was right she was yeah. trying. Like, There's a these, scene, Larry. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Like these scenes right here, like they bring every time I see this. Like I try, I try to put, I try to put the military behind me. You know, I have fun in the military. There's no regrets. I have fun. They made us do what we had to do. I have PTSD for the rest of my life. That's okay. <laughs> but, but I look back at, I, I look back at, like, this was the scene. This was the scene where they had to turn the ship around. This was the scene where they had to, where he turned the aircraft carrier around. To get the sunset. Right. So, uh, no, no, I think that, I think that's, that's I think that was, a, they was taken off from land. I don't think. This is what I'm talking about right here. Well, anyway, anyway, yeah. so because uh, they switched to another scene, but anyway. Um, well, let let me just agree with you real quick. She was definitely the entire movie trying to make him not gay, and yeah. uh, the the best point that in Quentin Tarantino's speech is, you know, after he doesn't have sex with her, where you know the first date at her house 
where yeah. he takes he, like what he takes a shower at her house yeah. and they don't yeah. fuck right. and then and then the next very very next scene she's dressed as a dude to try yeah. and lure him in in the elevator <laughs> and then he and he's taken to it and he and he gets all close to her face yeah. and he likes it because he's on the line because he's yeah. almost gay and that's yeah. the whole thing Iceman wants him to be gay and then you yeah. know it's it's a whole thing. <laughs> and, and, I, and the thing is, is that, like, I knew it back then, and everybody kind of knew it was laughing at him or whatever. But the mm. thing is, is that, you know, um, they used to put, what they used to tell us, they used to put salt Peter in the water. What is that? <laughs> I, I, and I don't know if it's real or fictitious or whatever, but they used to always tell us so that when you're in basic training or when you're in those close quarters with all these men, the men wouldn't just want to have sex all the time. It takes your sex drive away from you or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. I yeah, I but the, see, but the military, the military has to be uniform in a lot of ways to get everybody. Because next thing you know, you have everybody jacking off in the bathroom. Right, 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 you know? right, right. And they're a bunch of men, which they were one we're one scene away from that in this movie. They just cut right before that happened in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the extended cut. Uh, yeah. The the pride they version. They always emphasize the towels. You always see. Right. <laughs> Ice man's like you're. Ice man's like you're dangerous, and then he just keeps stroking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I don't. You know what I don't like about you, Maverick. Yeah, yeah. You're dangerous. <laughs> yeah. And Goose, Goose is like, I can't afford to go home, Maverick. <laughs> Yo, but that's but that's why this movie is fun for me. I mean. It, like there's not a scene that I don't like. Well, even the dialogue is funny. You know, I'm gonna tell you who was who, who to me was kind of oaky in this though. Oh All man, right. this is it right here. I, I, the Ice Man spinning the out. Ice control. Man going. Yeah, this is this is when he's going down. Yeah. Oh shit. I mean, and they were the. I mean, they were the navy. I mean, to you know. Yeah, they can't fly. Come on. I mean, yeah. What, from what I heard, that the the editing really saved this movie because they when the very first cut they didn't really have much, and then the editors went back in and they recut all the fight scenes. Yeah. And they were able to make it look. They they did a lot with a little because it's not like you can go back and be like, oh shit, we got to reshoot that. You know, those planes flying through the air. Like they had to, they had to basically take what they got and hope yeah. for the best. So, like, the editing of this movie is really, really well done. It so this really was the sells scene, the story. This is the scene where they had to turn the oh, aircraft so around. Sad. Oh, dude. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, no. Goose. Yeah. That, yeah, Goose. I was like, Goose, come on. No, not Goose. No. Luckily, uh, Anthony Edwards went on to do 11 seasons in ER and make about $100 million. So, we don't have to feel yeah. sorry for... Yeah, he yeah. don't have to feel too sorry for Goose. He faked his death to, to get on lane. That's it. That's the ending. There you go. That's what you're That's looking the, for. I was, I've, been always, I've been always looking for alternate endings to this movie. To yeah. at least just goose scene. He, fa- but, he, mean, he, faked his, he faked his death so he could get out of Scientology. He was tired of getting fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, I'm sick of these babies. I'm full. I want lasagna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so, this um, movie, like, I, this was a perfect movie for me to watch. Like, I, I don't understand people who are watching, like, out. Like outbreak and shit. Like now, like the last thing I want to watch is movies about like yeah. fucking the world coming to an end. Like I want to watch movies that make me like get pumped up and yeah. feel positive. And like this is like the perfect. And again, like that's kind of a running theme with this um this podcast is like 
I want to enjoy a movie that at the end of it, like I feel pumped. Like I'm like excited to watch the movie and a movie that really moves. You know what I mean? And this, this movie, like it, it like it's not, the, is it the best movie ever? No. Is there, are there yeah, flaws? No. Is it a little cheesy? <laughs> yes. But at the, like, you can't help but like get fucking pumped watching this movie. I will say yeah. it, like, it starts made me, and, it made and me like this movie starts and ends really really well like the ending 10 minutes is yeah. an amazing action sequence and the beginning with like highway to the danger zone and just like everything starting it's a really fun beginning and end it gets yeah. a little slow in in the sort of three-quarter part of the movie even in death he gets behind him yeah i never noticed that before it's it's every other scene, man. The fucking Navy, boy. The fucking Navy. Yeah. It's what you come to expect from the Navy. Right? Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. That's what we could that's what they call squids. Squids? Yeah, that's that's the nickname for the Navy. That they're oh, squids. That. Yeah. Mm. So but the, the thing is that like I said, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed talking about it. I, I enjoyed what the director did with the movie. I love the love story. I followed the love story. That was my main thing. I followed the love story in the movie. Um he just did a swipe across his back, and I'm not quite oh. sure. But, uh, <laughs> so I, I followed the love story um, with um, with with uh, with him and her, Kelly McGillis, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think that you know, it, it's it's like to me, it was about them too. Right. You know, it was about them too for me, and 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 the Navy just happened to be the backdrop because I wasn't so influenced by it because I was already in, and the fact that it was a Navy film and I'm in the Air Force. We, you know, it's military, so we loved it. But I mean, come on, we were the Air Force, and it was like, okay, that's some Navy shit. But we mm-hmm. all appreciated it or whatever like that. And mm-hmm. I, I just, that's why of all the films, I remember that the most. The music was great. The acting, I thought the acting was great. Val Kilmer was one of my favorite actors of all time. Uh, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, what was the movie he was in? We played Wider. I uh, know. Tombstone. He plays Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday, that's right. He, he should have been. The God. fact that he's not nominated for an Oscar for that movie is a travesty. He's fucking yeah. amazing in that movie. He he was fucking amazing. I'll be your Huckleberry. And then, I mean, it's just I mean, just the little things that he did. That I was such a big fan of his. I still am, but you know, I was a big fan of Slimmer him. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what he did. One like he did one movie fat that he's really good called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And it was actually of one of Robert yeah. Downey Jr. It was one of Robert Downey Jr.'s like comeback movies after he got out of jail the last time. Yeah. And it's really they play um Val Kimmer plays like a private detective in, in LA. And yeah. uh it's really funny, really well done. It's by the guy who wrote uh, Lethal Weapon. So it's like really snappy, funny dialogue. Okay. And it's 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 fat it's fat Val Kilmer, but it's like sassy, like funny yeah. fat Val Kilmer. That's See, a that movie was we're the checking time out. we had from people. We had some good people. We had the we had Val Kilmer. We had uh, Tom Cruise. Denzel was in the mix. You have Robert Downey Jr. We had Molly. We had a lot of good. People. Oh, the eighties had a ton and of great made, actors. Yeah, and, and you Breakfast reminded me like Club my favorite like eighties romantic thing is like the swarthy like dark haired guy with the bitchy blonde girl, like who does who thinks she's too good for him. Oh, like she was Dirty Karate Dirty. Kid is like that. Oh, Karate What's that? Kid. Karate Kid? Yeah, they were always like the the blonde. Like this was like peak blonde girl. Like oh, yeah. bitchy rich blonde yeah. girl was like the highest of like now it's like girls with big asses that look like they're yeah Columbia, we're in the like, big ass or Dominicans. Back wow. then it was like you wanted a bony fucking blonde hair girl. 
Well, and they were, built, they were built good back then. What do you have? My favorite love story back then was Weird Science. Yes, oh, we did it. We did yes, it. We did Weird Science. That That's a fantastic uh, love story. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Kelly LeBrock, we also talked about how badly she's aged. Poor girl. Oh, really? I know. The poor woman. Um, yeah. That's one of the Larry. That's the, one of the first movies I ever, uh, uh, you know, uh, masturbated to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was something about her, man. She was very attractive, and I think yeah. I was like twelve. Alex calls it applying her. to the Navy. I applied to yeah. the Navy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and I tell you right here, this girl right here, this not that girl, but this girl right here. Who's he talking to in this scene? He's talking to. Oh, is it Meg Ryan? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. because she's great. Yeah, Goose is dead. I mean, yeah. she was amazing. She, she, she was. To me, she, she was just amazing to me in this movie. She she played both. She played both emotions. She was happy, giddy girl, you know, silly girl, whatever. And then in her um, scene that she had to play when she was crying over um, Goose or whatever like that, she hit all the right notes. And when you're mm-hmm. an actor, you can appreciate that. Just or you just a movie girl, you can appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But as an actor. You really can appreciate, like, yeah, she nailed it. She yeah, she had two. It. She had two scenes, and she had to hit it out of the park both scenes that she does. Yeah. But listen, yeah. Larry, this has been this has been awesome, man. Tell yeah, people uh, where they can man. find you and plug your shit because you got a great show as well. Okay, so tonight is this live? Uh, uh, no, this will probably be released in about a week. Yeah. Okay. Well, tonight, uh, and y- y'all be able to see it on YouTube. Peter's gonna be on my show tonight. Hell Let's yeah. Get loud. We're gonna get loud with Alana Love and. Um, uh, Aaliyah Janine and oh, Hung me Young and two porn stars, perfect. Yeah, we bringing porn stars, baby. I'm telling you, man, this ain't no, this ain't no Navy over here. No, it's the opposite of the Navy. Let's get loud, yeah. Off <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, we go into the wild. On yeah. Com- so we've uh, Compound Media has been very good to us. We've done a couple shows, and we've had a. You're are you the third or fourth Compound person that we've had on? The fourth, I think, right? Uh, I well, yeah, we've had um, Bill and Joanne, Bill and, and Joanne, Gino. Um, yeah, you're the fourth. Yeah, yeah. Let me Compound, tell you something. Man. Let me tell you something. Compound Media. Um, uh, let me tell you something. Subscribe to Compound Media. The, the shows are excellent. Uh, all the way from the top down. Anthony Cumia. He he's a leader by example. He's funny. He's hysterical. And yes. of course, he's just like he's a mentor to all of us. And you know, and Aaron Berg and Gino and Bill and Joanne and Pat Dixon and Mike Malice and, and Don Jameson and even uh, uh, what, what's the Eastside Dave show. It's just some, it's some great. And Chrissy Mayer's Wet Spot. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just great. So I'm just glad that we are all able to connect throughout all of this whole pandemic thing and stay connected artistically or whatever like that. And I just do believe that we're going to get back on the right track and it's going to be fun, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We will, we will, and and even you know, like you said, uh, throughout all this, it's been great, you know, connecting with comedians over podcasts and Zoom. <laughs> oh man, he's awfully close to his face. <laughs> That's a game. Is. They're, rub- they're rubbing Ray Bans. I mean, you couldn't possibly be closer. <laughs> they're rubbing Ray Bans. <laughs> I like that as a as a new slang for you know yeah. young men. Yo, they just rub Ray Bans, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I love y'all. Thank y'all, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, Larry, thanks so much for coming out. I'm glad we were finally able to do this. We'll drop the links um, in the description here uh, for all you know your show and your Instagram handle and all that stuff. Uh, Everyone, go follow Larry. Uh, Awesome show. Follow me on uh, Instagram at he is hysterical on Twitter, Larry Via, and also on um, 
um, YouTube, Let's Get Loud. Perfect. Got it. Yeah. All right, Peter, you got anything else, sir? I think we're uh, that's good. That's it. Just keep, we're just going to keep one. doing this for as long as we can. All right. Don't sound All too right. excited. No, Stay loud. I'm super <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, and guys. And I got to have both of y'all on my show. Perfect. I'd love to do it anytime, man. Okay. Um, all right, we'll definitely do that. All right, I'm gonna. All right, thanks, sorry, man. Stop that.